Welcome, what's up everyone? We were going to have a biker news uh, today, but we'll wait on that till tomorrow. I wanted to discuss some things, but first, before we do, I got to give a shout out to Moondog Pope's new YouTube channel. Hell of a channel on some whiskey reviews. Ya hooligans, get over there and check it out and subscribe. We never mind helping out new biker creators uh, with their uh, channels and stuff. It's always great to have different people. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our channel, you hooligans. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I wanted to take some time and discuss some stuff. It, it, it's really a huge subject out in the uh motorcycle club community riding club community uh what have you it's just a, a big conversation and somebody in the comment section brought this up the other week i guess i was doing something about uh biker rights uh it was actually in utah where that cop actually admitted that uh, they were pulling over clubs because of their colors so we got back an answer over on a comment section where he says why should we support them when they're over there trying to take away our constitutional rights now as everybody knows I'm a big motorcycle club uh, activist or whatever you want to call it supporter but I had to sit back and think about that for a second you know analyze you know the positions I've had on protocol and all that good stuff so protocol you know, a little history of it, and, you know, some might say that it's a little off, but, you know, this is what I've came to believe and all that type of crap, but Protocol actually started, uh, it had to be early 60s, uh, mid-60s, and basically how it started out was some of these big one percenter clubs, uh, actually, Sonny talked about it in one of his books, when the HA was coming out of California, starting to spread, they had a great reputation. And what they found was, so called, you know, you can call them, I guess, pop up clubs back then. And they were taking their name, their logo, you know, basically fake type of stuff. So what happened was, when a charter of theirs opened, they would be in charge of the whole state making sure these small pop-up clubs or different clubs didn't pop up and use their logos or their names unfortunately i as anything in human nature i think it went too far instead of policing itself making sure that other clubs didn't steal their name or their merchandise they started it up where okay you know we're in this area and you guys got to come to us because we're the dominant and you know that's basically how protocol started out was again back then but sitting back and looking at 2019 i can see the split happening within the biker community when it comes to starting up new clubs Yes, we got the, the name Pop-Up Club when they just go out there, do their thing, and just want to enjoy the lifestyle. But then, you know, the protocol happens where the one percenter clubs or the bigger clubs go, hey, man, you got to come ask for permission for us. And some people don't want nothing to do with the bigger clubs or, you know, they're dominant in their area. All they want to do is ride with friends, and that's it. So, 
I've noticed it the last couple years, and I always took a hard stance. Well, this is why protocol is good. They're making sure the biker community or the biker club community is looking good and stuff like that. That way there ain't no problems with cops because there's this one club and they're equating it to a bigger club and st stuff like that. Well, Modern Times 2019, personally, I think it's a, a, an old tradition that either needs updating or needs to go to the wayside. Because quite frankly, I think it's, uh, we've done the number of polls and stuff like that. Only 30% of the biker community actually supports motorcycle clubs. And I was like, what? How could that even be? You know, coming through Chicago and stuff, getting, in, you know, involved in clubs, it was everybody loved clubs. But nowadays, the pendulum turned here. And they're like, you know... We don't care. You know, we want to do our own thing. This is America. It's our constitutional right to associate and name our organization the whole nine yards. And I used to go and say, well, that's just the street. And it is the street. That's the way, it, you know, it goes. The Constitution really don't mean much to street guys. But I think the guy had a point. How are they going to support you with your rights? when you're trying to take their rights away as well so you can see where a lot of people are nowadays and quite frankly clubs are popping up everywhere and it's like really do you really want your people going to jail over some stupid stuff because somebody put a patch on their back I just can't see doing that type of stuff, you know. AMA, I know for sure, because I've talked to some people over there, their charter clubs really don't get messed with over at the AMA, because, you know, they got a whole freaking legal team. They got everything behind them. So I don't know if this is correct or not. Uh, maybe you guys could talk about it in the comment section. But I know a lot of uh, dominants and all that stuff don't mess with the AMA charter because, <laughs> let's just face it, man, the AMA's been around 100 freaking years, and there's always been that tension. But also, you know, besides the AMA, again, <sighs> protocol, guys. It's like grown men telling other grown men what they can and cannot do. Uh, at one point, it's going to have to change because if you're at 30% right now and you want people supporting you through stuff like uh, the Mongols court case where they're trying to take uh, a club's patch because they recoed the whole club. God, I don't know how that freaking happened. Uh, how the hell are you going to rico a whole freaking club and try to take? Uh, I just don't know how that works. It's in appeals right now. And then when you have videos showing that the cops are profiling this patch holder or profiling that patch holder, you got people actually out there, because I do this all the time, saying, we don't care. They're doing it to themselves. And it is quite disheartening, even though I'm not in a club, because the club scene is a wonderful freaking scene. But when you're out there turning people against you, other working men and women, or you're going against voters and let's be honest man the voters are the ones who make the laws and they're going to back the cops when they see incidences like Waco or another club going around and doing the violence stuff 
and let's face it, a lot of bikers nowadays are more independent. They got different ways of thinking than they used to have. It is not the same world that a lot of us guys grew up in. It's a whole different type of thing. It's like it did a whole circle around to a different way of thinking. And if you don't evolve with that, the clubs have really no future, man. It's either going to be the government that kills, you know, kills a club, or it's going to be the clubs themselves that destroy themselves. You know, come on, man. You know, I always talk about the violence, and I know my opinion don't matter worth the crap. But here, you know, having my ear to the ground and having my ear to uh, what's going on in uh, the social media realm and the internet realm. People are tired of it. They are actually tired of it. Now, when people are, you know, 70% of people are against motorcycle clubs, there's a problem right there. Yeah, you can say, well, screw what citizens think or screw what these people think, but then you're not getting the backup because let's be honest, man. Clubs make a lot of their money on parties and support stuff. When you start seeing that support dwindling, so does your income. And especially when the government comes at you, you're not going to have any supporters there. So as far as protocols concerned, maybe it's time to change that way of thinking, live, let live type of deal, because it's just not getting worth it. Maybe it's time to start gaining the support that was once there instead of losing the support because it's never going to be good when you're losing support now going to the dominant uh the ask permission for this and that that's burning a lot of people's butts out there uh when they have to do that because if you take a look at it as a man it's like wait a second you know we got into this biker lifestyle because we're supposed to be rebels and we're supposed to go out there have fun life's about this and that but then they come with three or four or five guys and they want to start something up. Well, you got to go do this. Well, that's kind of, uh, yeah, hypocritical, don't you think? So, you know, the protocol, again, that started off in the 60s, guys. And this ain't the 60s anymore. This is 2019. We're going on 2020. So, yeah, evolution's going to have to occur at some point. Now, do you really think a lot of these guys who want to start a club and stuff, and you you can see it all the time on social media, they will go to the cops on your ass. You guys know that. So what's going to happen? You're going to jump a few here and there, try to take their patches. Next thing you know, you got the cops all over you. You got guys going to freaking jail for 25 to life for just, you know, they're considering it armed robbery now. To take somebody's possessions, taking their patch, assault, then you got armed robbery, uh, a <laughs> battery, everything you can think of, they're going to throw at you, and you know the government will. So I do not believe it's worth it. Uh, do I? Again, I used to believe in uh, protocol real strong, but then you you know take the positives and negatives, the pros and cons, if you will, and it's just not worth it anymore because the whole scene has freaking changed out there. It really has. So, and for those who say, well, that you know, we believe 100% in protocol, all I have to say to you guys is look around now, man. You got guys on social media openly saying they will call the cops if any dominance or any of their associates 
even try to take our stuff. You got other associations now popping up, which, hey, I don't think is a bad thing. You know, you got your COC, which I support. But when other clubs get going and want to form their own little association, what's the problem with it? It all comes down to everybody loves motorcycles. They love riding. They love partying. And they love living free. Now, if you're living free, you sure to hell ain't having anybody, you know, tell you what to do. You're your man and all that. And I used to say, well, if you throw on a patch, then you must be able to defend it or you better be ready to back it up. I used to say this all the time. You can go back in my videos and actually see where I was hardcore protocol. But like everything, and a lot lately, I've been evolving in my opinions. Now, most people will say, well, you say one thing and uh, now you're saying another. No, that's not it. What it is is my opinions are evolving and if i'm wrong i'm wrong you know because i had this mindset and you got to remember where i came from but stepping back and actually looking at all aspects of the scene i'm seeing what's happening it a lot has changed and people's mindsets have also changed you know maybe with my mindset is I was all hardcore the way I was raised, the way, you know, how I came up through everything I did. But now I guess as you get older, it's like, was it really worth it? That's what I ask myself sometimes. How many years did I lose for thinking the way I did? That comes to mind all the time. So on a position of protocol... Yeah, I know that's the way things should be, but you guys, you're losing the support, man. And you can't blame people because they want to live free. They believe in the Constitution. They don't believe in anybody messing with them. And again, they're going to be calling law enforcement. Now, uh, you know, with the law enforcement stuff, I just did the story where the Pittsburgh cops are turning around and suing the pagans. It's quite messed up since they got they started all this stuff and they're punching guys 19 times. But you got some die-hard cop supporters out there that want to start a club. Do you really need that attention on you? Do you? You know, you got guys going around bashing this way. And you know what? I did it too. Again, I'll admit when I'm wrong or I'll admit when my opinions have evolved. I used to bash clubs after clubs for being pop-ups. I used to bash them because they had this person or that person in it. When it all comes down to it, not only was I in the wrong, but I was stupid to even think that my opinion should matter about somebody else's club. It's their club, they're running the way they want to, they're riding with whom they want to. So my opinion, guys, shouldn't even matter to you. And nobody else's opinion should matter to you either. You do you. That's what I was talking about in that, the two biker series I got. And i also going to be talking about this. And uh, somebody actually gave me the ideal. Are you a biker if you're riding on the back seat? 
So that'd be another one. See, I like this uh, biker series that I'm doing. You're a biker if type of deal. And it looks like you guys have been enjoying it too. So thanks for uh, watching it and stuff like that. So I guess this video comes down. Do I support protocol? Uh, the jury's out on that. Do I think it's outlived its purpose? You're damn right, I think it do. Because there's just too many problems that are coming about with it. And this is why the associations, other ones, are popping up. Because the other clubs are joining forces to go against these clubs. Yeah, why are we going against each other? We all love the same things. Why? Because somebody wants their pecker, they show their peckers bigger than the other one. You know what? That don't make sense. And the way it just don't, it don't make sense at freaking all to me. Again, maybe I'm wrong in the way I'm thinking now, but it's just too much hassle and too much drama because the biker scene. You know, I remember being in high school, and there wasn't this much drama. It, the biker scene has become, you know, more drama than a cheerleading squad. Who's doing this football player? Who's doing that football player? Catch stra uh, scratching at each other's eyes? That's what I see doing this show. You know, Motorcycle Madhouse, the radio show, I see all kinds of comments, opinions on the freaking subjects. And it's like, wow, things have changed. I don't know if it's because the internet, more people are able to communicate their opinions or what it is. Because I know when I first came out, there was no way to communicate your opinions nationwide. There wasn't. You know, you, it was all local stuff. There, You know what? Email didn't even come into uh, play until AOL, you know, you got mail type of crap when it really started to get going so it wasn't for the internet you know people didn't really think about a lot of these freaking things and clubs they did what they did but now with everybody turning against the clubs you guys need to involve and uh live and let live that's just my opinion let me know what you guys think in the comment section now don't forget my raw and uncensored videos. If you haven't seen it, we posted one over on HarleyLiberty.com. We got a page there that we're going to be uploading our hardcore stuff on the hardcore subjects so we don't get banned on our other mediums. Right there, you're going to get it all, the way in-your-face type of stuff. So don't forget to go over, follow our uh, uh page at harleyliberty.com it's pretty funny i've been running that page this whole time and i didn't know you can ask people to follow you on that stuff it's always been okay cool read the articles do your thing so you can follow you'll see uh the videos popping up and stuff like that and i hope you enjoy it because i hate being censored i hate not being able to be raw as you notice when we first got going and stuff we were raw as hell so you know the censorship kills you a little bit but go over there, check it out, MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Go check that out. We got radio stuff you to take with you on your rides in your car. Listen to us the whole nine yards. And if you got any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear about, let me know, man. Like this one was made because of uh, something in the comment section. It's great having audience participation. 
But with that, I'm going to let you go. Don't forget, Biker Angle every Monday through Thursday, unless I'm doing something like this. Uh, at 7.30 a.m. it gets released. You guys can watch it whenever you want, the whole nine yards. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook and the Instagram account. You know, the Instagram account at Insane Throttle Biker News. You can see me, China, just doing regular life stuff, man. So I'll talk to you guys then. Hi, this is Jay Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on! Are we ready? Let's go. 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 We're going to be talking about freaking posers we're gonna be talking about motherfuckers that go around talking shit and everything else and what to do with them now everybody's seen people on all these different platforms giving their piece of advice most of these motherfuckers haven't even rode in fuck more than two three four years and they're out there trying to fucking tell you what to do give me a break you know it was always easy to spot these freaking guys but now the internet has given them freaking muscles they think that their opinion actually fucking matters they really do they pat themselves on the back and think Everybody's going to get down there and kiss that ass because they're on a media platform. Now, granted, YouTube and, you know, the Facebook video and other sites that are hosting people, that's the new medium. I have to agree with that. You can get a lot of information that you would not ever get from the mainstream media on these platforms. But it also gave rise to anybody with a fucking video camera or a freaking phone camera to get on these platforms and try to give you their bullshit opinion. Now, the first thing you always do is check somebody's freaking history out that you're actually taking advice from. You know, it's funny. I, You know, let's talk about Black Dragon. Now, Black Dragon, everybody knows, is a buddy of mine. And he is constantly attacked by other channels on YouTube or on Facebook and all the guys trying to do. Now, remind you, this guy was a fucking national president. A national president of a storied MC that goes back all the way to the 70s. It's a mixed racial, and the Black Sabbath have some killer freaking reputations around the country. So, here's a guy who's a national president, and I don't know if you fucking little morons who are out there freaking going off on BD realize this, but it is hard as hell to get in a motorcycle club one, Number two, to get to the national presidency of a large club is even more enormous. And three, you ride your motorcycle. I guarantee Black Dragon has rode his motorcycle more than half these freaking kooks in the last two or three years in a month. But they're out there giving fucking advice. You see where I'm going at with this? Freaking posers. And you know what? It was always easy on the street 
to call these fucking pricks out. Nowadays, not so much because they're too busy on the fucking internet. And then they hide like little fucking weasels. They don't want to go out in the biker community. You know, they claim this, they claim that. They claim, well, this is the way it used to be. No, it wasn't fucking the way it used to be, you fucking idiots. Now, again, I'm not talking about the guys that uh, are watching this video or the ladies. I'm talking about the fucking pricks who actually think that they know what they're talking about. No, a traditional biker used to go out and do his thing. Now, if you're talking about clubbers, clubbers, they went anywhere they wanted to go. They didn't sit there and play with their freaking peckers in a clubhouse like some of these freaking morons on YouTube or any of that tried to tell you. No, they got out there in public, they faced the heat, they did their things, and when somebody fucked with them, oh, God damn. Did they freaking really get going, man? They called the people out, they defended themselves, and they whooped some ass. They weren't hiding in the corner. Who the hell are you, you people trying to kid when you're talking about, well, you know, we're going to get back to the old way. Motherfuckers, you guys have only been riding three, four, five freaking years, and you're going to tell everybody else that's the way shit used to be. Now, that is the problem with fucking people. They go out there and they think they know what the fuck they're talking about when they go and buy a freaking Harley. That's not how it fucking works. Maybe you idiots going out there trying to give advice on shit. Maybe you should get out there and actually experience the lifestyle before you get out there flapping them freaking uh, mouths of yours. Because quite frankly, it's boring. And for you guys who do watch these fucking morons... Give me a break. You are so gullible. You are the freaking image of what a sheep really is because you can't think for yourselves. You're here taking advice from a wide range of creators who think they know some shit but haven't been around. I've been around over 20, what is it, since uh, early now, fuck, more than 25 years. I've seen it. I've seen different aspects of the shit. And I only give my opinion. I don't go out there and act like I'm some kind of expert or some shit. I don't do that crap. No. There's always somebody who knows a lot more than me. Especially the old timers. Now you go up and talk to some of the old timers from the 60s and 70s. And boy, you're going to learn something about life in general. I'm not just talking about biker crap. I'm talking life in fucking general you're going to learn about. You're not going to learn about fucking uh, guys who claim this or claim this or this is what a biker's supposed to be. Man, fuck you, man. Who are you kidding? You're just sitting there fucking putting daisies up motherfuckers' asses and hope they don't fucking smell when they come out. You're, you know what? That, I think, is what's ruining the biker's lifestyle is fucking people thinking they know what's up. Five years? Really? You motherfuckers are out there giving advice and you've only been around five years? And that even even verifiable. Give me a break, people. Start doing your research, man. And, you know, when it comes to posers and stuff, now that's the internet-based shit. Now, when you're on the freaking street, you're out there riding, blah, blah, blah. If you don't think something's right, start challenging them. That's what a goddamn biker is about. They're not going to sit there and, again, play with your packers or play with your wife's little titties or their little pussy lips. 
what they're gonna do is challenge these people and if they get smart they're gonna knock the hell out of them that's what's gonna happen and you'll see who the real posers really are so that is just my two cents right now and again this is the inaugural on insane throttle biker news we do not have to worry whatsoever about censorship because we own it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to try to put up one or two videos a week, probably one a week right now to get started, see how, you know, the response is to the videos and all that kind of stuff. So make sure you follow us. You know, I, I never knew there was a follow button on our own site. You hit follow, you'll be uh, let know if whenever we put out news articles on Insane Throttle or videos, you know, go over to our YouTube community and you'll see when I put up these videos I'll put up a link to where it is that way you guys can watch it raw and uncensored until then you guys take care and you know what put in the comment section down there what you would like to see me talk about man give me some fucking ideals let's get in freaking concert with each other and let's get a discussion going on what is the problem in the biker lifestyle or what can make it better with that, talk to you later. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Motorcycle Madhouse. Don't forget to go over to Insane Throttle's new YouTube channel and also get your daily dose of biker news every morning at HarleyLiberty.com. If you haven't done so already, go like the new Motorcycle Madhouse Facebook page. And until next week, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. And remember, keep that throttle cracked wide open.